This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, this is BJ. Thanks for listening to our show's podcast. If you're a fan of all things geeky, you should check out my other podcast, BJ Shea's Geek Nation. We have new episodes every day, and you can check it out at bjgeeknation.com. Your wages are being garnished. We can stop that now. It's hard enough to pay your bills when things are good, let alone when a big chunk of your take-home pay is gone before you even get your check. I'm bankruptcy attorney Travis Gagné, and I can stop the garnishment and get the creditors off your back immediately, often the same day as our consultation. Both Chapter 7 and 13 provide bankruptcy relief, but choosing the right chapter is crucial. In a free consultation, we can create a plan to get your finances back under your control. The chapter you choose sets the tone for the next chapter of your life. Please contact me today at ChooseTheRightChapter.com. That's ChooseTheRightChapter.com. Let's play Beat Mix. It's time to play the game. So everybody scream his name. Beat Mix. Don't be a loser. Monday. <laughs> it is a Monday. It's the most Monday of all Mondays, PJ. Yes, it is. Do you guys have a good weekend at least? Yeah. Awesome yeah. weekend. Yay. Yeah. That's good to hear. Well, that makes Monday a little better, and we'll see if you have a chance at winning today. We have Matthew from Monroe. Matthew, are you there? I am. Good morning. Awesome. Steve? Hey, Matthew. Get out of here. Goodbye. For those playing at home, Matthew has 60 seconds to answer 10 questions. You can pass all you want, but you do only get three guesses per question. Are you ready? Let's do it. What was the last name of SpongeBob's friend, Patrick? Pass. Which continent is India located on? Asia. Correct. Jafar is the main antagonist in what Disney film? Say that again. Jafar is the main antagonist in what Disney film? Cinderella, Snow White, nope, nope. Uh, Pass. Which animal can turn their heads a maximum of 270 degrees? An owl. Correct. Canada's official languages are both English and what? French. Correct. What is the largest country in the world? Largest country, Russia, China, Brazil. Uh, A scientist who studies stars, planets, and other natural objects in space is called a what? Is a, uh, a, uh, what should we call it, a uh, 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 path. All right. (laughs) What do you call a female deer? A doe. Correct. How many hours is it? Uh, no. Uh, how many hours oh. does it take the Earth to make one complete spin? Hours, 24. Yes. What do you call a shape with six sides? Shape with six sides, that's uh, sexagon. No. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, correct. Oh, man, oh, man. Two of those you probably would have got or could have got or should have got, and we'll see if Steve gets them. 
Steve's going to have to be especially off his game, I think. Hmm. Yeah, we'll see. He might be. <laughs> Are you ready? I got to get, I got to get a song just in case. I don't know. I, can, I don't know how to predict this one. You don't know. Hmm. Yeah, I really don't. I think he's going to do all right, Steve. Oh, do you? Are you ready? Ah, yes. What is the last name of SpongeBob's friend, Patrick? Uh, round bottoms. No. Uh, <laughs> Very good. Patrick of the Sea? No. Uh, Patrick Bobatrick. No. Damn it, I need to watch SpongeBob. Which continent is India located on? Uh, Asia. Correct. Jafar is the main antagonist in what Disney film? The Lion King. No. Um, what's the other one? Uh, Aladdin. Yes. Wow. Which animal can turn their heads a maximum of An 200? Owl. Yep. <laughs> Canada's official languages are both English and what? French. Correct. What is the largest country in the world? I'm going to go with Canada. No. Um, America. No. Merkel. Russia. Yes. Scientists who study stars, planets, and other natural objects. Uh, no. Oh. What was the rest of the question? A scientist who studies stars, planets, and other natural objects in space is called a what? Uh, astronomists? No. <laughs> Astrology. No. What do you call a female deer? A doe. Yes. One, two, three, four, five, six. Correct. It's a tie. Oh, man. So close. It's really did... close. Oh, Matthew, you did good enough for him not to get a song, so I appreciate that. Astronomer, yep. Yeah, it's astronomer. I didn't yep. say that. Astrologer, yeah. yeah. You said astronomist. Yep. Yeah, yes, Well, that's you how we say it on the streets, bro. Yeah, that's how you say it on the streets. Yeah. Yeah. Vicky mm-hmm. tried to help you by going, eh, no. Astronomer. Yeah, well, just because they both said it that way, and I was like, wait, could it be both? And then I overthought it. Yeah, you did. Yep. Yay, but it's a tie. Nobody got SpongeBob's friend Patrick's last name. Star. Oh, uh, Patrick yeah, star. star. Come on. He's a starfish. <laughs> He's a starfish. Uh, also, yep, astronomer, and then he, you didn't get to two of them. How many hours does it take the Earth to make one complete spin? How many hours? Mm-hmm. Several. <laughs> not wrong. That's, that's not the answer. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> I'm not even going to try. Yeah. 24? Yes. Jeez, uh, I'm not even going to try. <laughs> and I did, and I got it right. Yeah, and it's a pretty much, I mean, that's a no-brainer, ain't it? As I said, I'm not going to try. I'm like, you know what? Why would she ask a question that seems so ridiculous unless there's an easy answer to it? There you go. Yeah. And what do you call a shape with six sides? Um, us uh, gamers Decacon? know. Uh, Sexicon? No. No. It's uh, us gamers know it all the time. We've got a lot of them in our games. Hexagons. Mm-hmm. Hexagons. Yep. I always think hex is 10. I don't know why. It's like a mental block. Oh. I mean, I'd make fun of you, but I have a lot of those. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know it's not right, and I know that there's no I, – I, right. I have no argument to make it seem like mm-hmm. I'll make any of that makes sense, but it's just somewhat – for reason in my brain, it's like hex is 10. Fair enough. Yeah, I think it's the seven-sided things that sometimes I they, they call things differently that doesn't make sense to me. Uh, I don't know what the, what they call a seven-sided object, but uh, it's you think it would be like something that's like seven or sep or something, but I think they call it something else. So that's hep-tagon. the one. What a hexagon hep- is six. Heptagon. Yeah, yeah, a heptagon. Yep. And that doesn't make sense to me because I don't know of anything that's hep anything that describes seven. You know what's funny is as I was saying that whole thing about uh, I know that hexagon's not ten. I, in my head, I thought uh, ten is hep. So I don't even know what the hell ten is. Deck, is deck, like this, yeah, decagon. Ah, it's ten like is about decagon? the D. Ah. Yeah, it's about the Ds. Okay. Yeah, there you go, buddy. You that got helps. it. See, we know we're learning stuff today, aren't we? If it makes you feel better, 
the heptagon is also known as a septagon, but heptagon is what it's mostly like more popular known as. Yeah, it's oh, it too early called, for this. It just yeah. broke my brain. I know. Oh, well, it is a septagon. I why just didn't. They, I didn't want people to be texting. Why would they change that? I mean, we they got. Still will. We, that's a, that's. A, you know what? I'm tired of it. I'm tired of them changing things where you know it should make sense. Well, <laughs> it's the how, whole clock thing changing the hours in the morning. Yeah, that's what did it. Yeah. Let's be fair. Outside of a trivia game, how often are we going to use this information? Mm. Well, a trivia game. You know? Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> no, I can't think of any instance where I might need to know this, <laughs> except for beat Mings. Yeah, that's it. All right, Steve, you, of course, uh, are, well, I mean, you're a three-year-old parent, and uh, Danny's a parent, and Vicky's almost like a parent. I mean, yeah. her, it's her baby brother, but really, he's young enough to be your own kid, so... Yep. And, uh, of course, I'm a parent, but my kids are all grown, so it's really not. You know. I didn't know you were a parent. Yeah, I am. Not a good one, but I am a parent. <laughs> hey. Uh, yeah, at least you admit it. And uh, there's a new They've study. They've been saying it for years. Yeah. So it's oh, well, nice yeah. It. I mean, look, you know what? You have to have a brand. And this new study said, okay, uh, parents, let's talk about me time, which, um, yeah, man. Uh, and we're not talking like adult me time. Oh, right? okay. just <laughs> Again, I just want to say this. Whenever you get mad that people look at you and go, you're the perv of the show, understand that you know you tend to go in that direction. I didn't go in that direction. I'm just trying to clarify that we're not talking about <laughs> I that I don't think anybody thought that. I, I did. didn't think Vicky that. Vicky thought it. I wanted to make sure, too. Okay, the both of you are pervs. I mean, I know but what me time is. I need a little me time. I never think I need a little slappage but, time. But yeah. whenever we do it on the show, not that, but like whenever we talk about it, we refer to it maybe like as self-love or some me time. Like, you know, like these are like some fun ways to get around saying we're going to Cranksville. <laughs> Listen, tomato, tomato, I suppose is what Plus, we're going to say. It, that. It's a good way to like release some stress so you can get back and do what you got to do. I'm not But that's shaming. not what we're talking no. about. Yeah, I'm not shaming you. I'm you just saying. You call me a pervert. You kind of are. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> I'm not I mean, shaming you, but you're yeah. pervert. Well, no. I mean, look, I say own it. I mean, the two of you on this show, you tend to that. Where do you go? You mostly go to that realm. I was just looking for some clarification. That's all. All right. The clarification is that you and Vicky are both perverts. Right. Okay. They're, so they're, we're not talking about that kind of thing. Yeah, this is me time where you get to. By the way, you still could do that with your me time as a parent. Why would you even say that? That's so perverted. I know. I'm sorry. You know what? But that's kind of like my brand. Um, So uh, this is what parents do during, you know, that time of the day where they have to themselves, which is, you know, very valuable. I have to say, I think I pioneered this because I don't remember my parents ever getting to have me time. You know, that generation just didn't seem to get to have it. Oh, my dad had me time. And now looking back, I understand when it was. Oh, that's a good point. You know he what? He took 30-minute yeah. craps. Like, all, as soon as he got home, he was in that bathroom for a, at least 30 minutes. Yeah, you know, Steve, that's a good point. It was, was never me called time. me time. Right. But you're, that's exactly what it was. Yeah, we just thought he had some bowel issues. I always thought he had work to do in the tool shed all the time. But it turns out he, yeah. we never really had a lot of stuff around the house that he built. Even one texture said, yeah, my time is either I go to the garage or I have a 20-minute poo. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, so what do you do when you have time in the day? What is your me time? What do you What do you do? And I think we know what Vicky and Steve do, so we don't have to ask them. <laughs> well, after that, that doesn't take yeah. time. Yeah. I just I, sometimes I just sit in silence, and I'm just like, ah, oh, that's number five good. on the list. So you're not, you know, just getting that sort of silent time. It's that or television. Oh, that's like, number one on the list. Yeah, I'll, I'll be like, oh, I can finally catch up on maybe thirty minutes of wrestling. It's so crazy to think before Tatum, I was watching like. SmackDown, Raw, NXT, AEW's Dynamite, no problem. Now I'm like, I'll be happy if I get through one segment of like Dynamite. Did I? Uh, I hate to give you credit, I really do. 
But um, currently, that you know, I've been sort of uh, being. I'm getting. You know, I was. Uh, I was hearing some people talk about this book called The Artist Way uh, by Julia Cameron, and it turns out. What you're doing is the best thing you can do, just sitting in silence. Even the fancy people who read books and think, you know what, you're an idiot for watching TV or whatever you're doing, you should be reading a book. Even Julia Cameron says, and she wrote this book long before cell phones, she said if you really, really want to get like centered and you want to be cool and you really want to get cre- you know, cut out everything, including what she calls reading deprivation. So you just Ooh, sitting in total silence. Wow, look up. at you, Mr. Guy. You know it would be great if she wrote that in the book, and then like it's like the middle of the book, and then you turn the next page, and all it just says is, sucker, you just bought my book, and I told you to suck. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Stop reading books. <laughs> and then Ooh. there's no more. Every other page Dude, is blank. Dude, that's a great idea. Every, yeah. The rest of the, like, the next 200 pages of this book that you spent good money on is blank. I love that idea. <laughs> I Jokes on wanna, you, a-holes. You know, she didn't do it, but somebody should do that. Yes, I I'll mean, do it. I mean, because, That's the only book I can write. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we've got watching TV. We've got sitting in total silence. Uh, reading a book came in at number two. Um, uh, for me, number three is me. I love number three. It's my meditation. Board games. Uh, Yelling at telemarketers. <laughs> <laughs> Eating vanilla cupcakes. And spam bots. <laughs> <laughs> going to mod pizza. <laughs> all right, look, these are all things I do. You're right, but going for a walk, walk. is really what I love to do. Uh, yeah, yeah, I love walking. No, man. if I, we were on Family Feud, that would have been my first guess for you because yeah. I'm trying to win. Yeah, <laughs> not yeah. trying to troll. Oh, okay. Well, I appreciate that. You know what? Uh, it, it's good to know that if we're on Family Feud, I know I can count on you. What it mean, really matters. Right? Because if you ever become yeah. the question yes. on Family Feud, exactly, I'm going to give that answer. Yeah. yeah. DJ and Migs, mornings on The Rock, 99.9 KISW. KISW, The Rock of Seattle. There's a guy, his name is Kurt, and he's been officially given a Guinness World Record. Why? Because of... The size of his collection of Kansas City Chiefs memorabilia, he has over 1,100 items, uh, about 1,100 items, actually, and uh, that gave him the distinction of being wow. a, a Guinness World Record holder for Kansas City Chiefs memorabilia. He actually has Patrick Mahomes, like the actual human being that he keeps in his <laughs> That's his what put him over room. the top. Yes. That's he wears the full do. uniform. It's very awkward. Yeah, you got to check out the video on the BJ and Migs page of KISW.com, which, by the way, it's very, very impressive. If, I mean, granted, we're not Chiefs fans, but... He's even I got, mean, like, replica championship rings. Yeah. And like, oh, man, this is actually pretty cool. Not even, like you said, even if you're not a Kansas City Chiefs fan, I'd be pretty stoked to go check this place out. He said it took a lot of time, a lot of effort to get the record-keeping organization to approve the authenticity of his collection. Uh, and uh, here he is talking about it. 
The toughest part was I had to do, when I had sent lots of pictures of just everything I have together, but um, I had to do a video of me counting everything. I mean, basically just one, two, three, four, five, all the way up to the end. But I also had to have uh, three witnesses. I had to have a, uh, an elected official, a police officer, um, and a chief subject matter expert. Wow. It's a lot of effort. You know, I think I would not even bother. I mean, the guy that bounced a chainsaw on his chin just needed to have him and his son running around a track. I mean, that's it seems like the standards are a lot higher for memorabilia. Yeah, once they guys are giving me a list of things, like, you know what? I don't really need the Guinness Book of Records that bad. I'll still just keep collecting, and you guys uh, leave me the F alone. Very impressive. And the guy looks like he's in my demographic, so he's been doing this for quite some time. Yeah. Which I could see myself being that guy, to be honest with you. It really ticks off a lot of boxes if you're, you know, you get the kind of brain you like to organize, you like uh-huh. to collect, you like to obsess. I mean, it's a healthy way to be insane. Plus, just a fun thing. Like, I'm, I would have a TV set up in there and I would watch the Chiefs games in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. I just don't know if you would really, like, would you go to the time to, to collect all that stuff? I mean, me personally? Yeah, you wouldn't do it. I mean, I would, in, in theory and on paper, yes. But then once I started to execute it, I'd give up after about a week. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, there'd be like a couple of posters rolled. Yeah. And then all the other stuff's just in the corner. Yeah. I was thinking, yeah. Oh, let me throw it in the garage. I'll get to it later, like everything else I say. <laughs> it's the lukewarm topic of the day. So if you check out the video on the BJ and Migs page of KISW.com, you'll see this dude who set a world record for the largest Kansas City Chiefs collection. Based on this, we want to know, what are you or someone you know a massive collector of? Uh, let's go to Jess in Tacoma as we ask, uh, what are you or someone that you know a massive collector of? Jess, you are on the rock. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning, Jess. All right. How, is it you or someone you know that's just a massive collector of something? It is me. I am a massive collector of lighthouses, um, paraphernalia. I mean, everything lighthouses. I'm on a lighthouse tour. I've seen seven in this state so far, two in Oregon, two in Michigan. Um, I have a lighthouse tattoo, lighthouse curtains. Wow, I I love this. Jess, what was it? I've been collecting for a while. (laughs) What got you into lighthouses? Like, was there something that happened? Like, I... What's the backstory? Did your ship run aground and you were saved by a lighthouse? <laughs> I don't know. No, was she born in a lighthouse? I, honestly, uh, as far as I can remember, ever since I was just a, a baby, I've always been drawn to the water and lighthouses. Um, you know, they they were always a beacon for, you know, before we had GPS and all that and uh-huh. stuff like, you know, it's just, it's something about, it makes me feel like I'm at home when I, when I see lighthouses. I, I kind of like that. It, no, yeah, I dig it. Really I, I think of vacation. When I think like whenever I say, oh. you know, like, it's like you just get away and you see, that's when you see I'm on like a vacation, you're near water and then there's a lighthouse. Here's my big well, question. Steve, oh, sorry, just real fast. Um, if you're interested in actually staying in a lighthouse, I was actually telling your phone screener that um, you can participate as uh, part of the Lightkeepers Union. Um, I don't know all of the requirements. I just know it's out of my price range because you have to pay oh. the dues up front. But you can man a lighthouse. And I want to say in Washington State, it's like $3,500. And you have to do a couple of classes to – I believe that's how it works. Um, I looked into it briefly. Is that a bucket list, Jess? Is that, is that a bucket list thing that you would like to save up for and do that in your life? Oh, absolutely. I mean, if I can retire early, that'll be the first thing I'll do. Oh, nice. The light keepers. To be honest, Jess, at first I thought you were trying to like sell me on it. And I'm like, look, I like lighthouses, but not that much. Like, <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't even the, the money part was obviously a massive sticking point. But once you said you got to take a couple classes, I'm yeah. like, I'm not taking classes just to go stay somewhere. <laughs> 
Well, you just need to know the history of said lighthouse, you know, when it was erected or he's done. when, you know. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. he's, he's not going to do it, Jess. You, have, you, you should know Steve by Jess. now. That's way too much work for Steve. He's not going to put that kind of time. Do you have just one lighthouse tattoo or multiple lighthouse tattoos? Um, so far, just one, but I do want to get another one, uh, something a little more detailed. The one that I have, for some reason, the, the color didn't stick as well as it used to. Um, it's a little faded. So, so Jess, definitely uh, getting another one. That's awesome. How much? How many lighthouse paraphernalia, like little baubles around the house, do you have? Do you know? Do you have an estimate? Because this guy's got eleven hundred. Oh, I've got to have that that Kansas Chief guy beat. I know oh, I have more than eleven hundred pieces wow. of. I mean. I couldn't even begin to tell you. Honestly. I wonder if this, there's got to be a Guinness record for the amount of lighthouse paraphernalia. Why not? I mean, I bet I don't. You know, maybe maybe you. What if you're the person that's got the most lighthouse stuff out of anybody? That'd be crazy. You and know what? You get now that, I'm going to look into it. You should. Now and I'm if, inspired. If you get that record, maybe you don't have to pay the fi- thirty five hundred dollars and it'll get waived, and then <laughs> yeah. you get to do the lighthouse. Because then you're the celebrity lighthouse lady. Yeah, yeah love that, that would be awesome. <laughs> Jess, if you look into it and it turns out you are, please let us know. We would like to have some sort of unofficial celebration for you. <laughs> nice. Uh, oh, you awesome! Know, yeah. Absolutely. And uh, hey, thanks for having me on this morning, guys. Oh, I hope you, you have go. a great it's day. Good talking to you. There goes Jess. You see, I, yeah, I, lo- I love to have a like a mission, a purpose like that in my life that really doesn't hurt anybody. Oh, that's awesome. But I, I think about like, what would I? Most of the stuff that I would love to collect, I just don't have the space for, and, and also the money. But like, obviously, I love drums and I love hockey and I love goalie gear. But like, I couldn't. I have three sets of goalie gear. I got to get rid of two of them. Like, I just, they're just taking up too much space. Like, but in a perfect world, I'd have like a giant basement that was just filled with wall to wall goalie gear and drums. That would be a massive basement. I mean, it was, uh, yeah, yeah, because yeah. I mean, because those are big items. Like you know, because you put the goalie gear on the wall, or the wall. I would imagine. Yeah, I would probably like hang them up. And, yeah, because like, like it'd be cool to have like just as memories. But like it, also that that room would stink if I'm actually using like the used goalie gear. Oh, yeah, that's the, a good point. Goalie oh. gear would be as hard. Much as you want, it'd be just it's just, it's a pain in the ass to clean. I would think it'd be super cool if you do like a snare drum collection, like a oh. bunch of different snare drums, and you could either have ones that you would actually play or have people ones signed by people, and then just put them up all over your walls like different like like drummers like buy like the like a, like a, a concert use yeah. from, like, the dude from Slipknot or like you know that'd be pretty awesome that would that be, would, and that'd be a cool room to and walk you could put those on the wall too at that point right yep. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, so that 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 were therefore you know you got a little bit more space to deal with. I can bug my butt over at our Radius Drums now and just be like, hey, make me another custom drum. Yeah, <laughs> like, leave me alone, Steve. <laughs> I got other people I need to make custom drums for. Two zero six four two one Rock. Text us at seven seven nine nine nine. What are you or someone you know a massive collector of? Uh, someone texts in massive collector of Ken Griffey Jr. rookie cards. I have fifty of them. Whoa! Wow, that's a lot. I would love to know, texter, just how much any of those are worth. I I wonder if they're worth like what like what's the value of that collection? That's pretty. I would think he's like one of the best players that the game's ever seen. Barb texted and saying, I collect Duran Duran memorabilia. I have right. since nineteen eighty two. They've been my favorite band for forty years. Barb the Duranimal. I gotta think she's also close to being a record holder because who's doing that? I am. I'm a massive oh, I had no idea. Oh, I didn't know oh, you yeah. were a Duranimal. I'm oh, more wow. of a Power Station kind of guy. But, you know, yeah, everyone okay. does. Well, that's something. Obviously, you don't have your Power Station memorabilia. Better be better. Only Barb probably got a kick out of that. No one else. Like, what the hell is a Power Station? That's a. That's what was their band? Their off, that was like two of the members or three of the members. When did Power Station? Yeah. And the other ones did. What was it? Why do I know this? Yeah. I think it was like Arcadia. Oh, that's right. Boy, you know what? You just criticized me for talking about something from a skillion years ago. And boy, that's really deep.
That's I have a, a deep cut. I have like a weird fandom of Duran Duran. I'm yeah, not obsessed do. with like their music, but I just really dig the lore of Duran Duran. I, you know what? I knew Power Station was a band. I didn't realize it was members of Duran Duran. Yeah, like they, it was almost like Blink-182 to put it in Danny terms. All right. So, you know, a couple guys were doing Boxcar Racer. Uh, the guy was doing Plus 44. Yeah. That's how sense. Duran Duran was. All right. I had no idea. I totally and, and Arcadia <laughs> yeah. is a slight memory in my brain. And yeah, I was Simon Lebon, Nick Rhodes, and Roger Taylor. How do you know this? You were like ten at the time, weren't you? Yes. Okay, then that's probably why you know it. <laughs> but see, my buddy Chris and I, we became Duran Duran fans because there were a couple of chicks that we thought were cool, and they were massive Duran Duran oh, fans. Oh, that's what it. All right, that makes. So we sense. were trying to do it to like, like yeah. be like, look, we like Duran Duran too. You should kiss us. Yeah. yeah. So for those girls, you were hungry like the wolf. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It worked for Chris. Did not work for Steve. Well, listen, you know what? Fifty percent success rate is still pretty good. Yeah, actually, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> good for him. Two oh six four two one rock Texas at seven seven nine nine nine. What are you or someone you know a massive collector of? I see your daughters in the room. Oh Sarah. I think I know this one. What, what do you think I, it is? I Before, think everyone there, does. It's, it's all over my house. It's it's got it better be. Oh, I think of her every day we walk around our neighborhood. Oh, I, is it gnomes? It yeah. sure is. Oh, God. And yeah. I just want to say, I didn't like mean to start this collection. It just kind of happened. Mm. I bought a few. I became a little obsessed. I bought a few more. Was going to stop it at that. But now everybody gifts me them. Yeah. Sarah, yeah. stop it's, giving the side eye to Vicky. Okay. She's not yeah. a gnome. <laughs> Honestly, I think that, that's the only reason she's put up with me for so many years. <laughs> is that why you always bring this little hat and this little fake yeah. beard? You're like, Vicky, put it on. Yeah. She doesn't need to bring the fake beard. Just give me a few days. <laughs> You'll love uh, uh, Tatum, our daughter. Like Whenever we walk around, she makes it a point to say hi to the, to the gnomes that are uh, in front of one of our neighbor's house. Like She's like, hi, gnomes. Oh, oh, I yeah. love that so much. Yeah. You should steal some for me. Some well, of your you know, neighbors, we want to be in good standing with our neighbors. I don't feel like stealing their <laughs> well, gnomes. No, you have Tatum do it. Oh. Accidentally pick one up. You don't notice her doing that, and then you get home. It's really nice when you have a collection in your own home. Just saying. <laughs> she lives there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is becoming it's becoming quite a lot. We got a like, we have this it, we have this oxymoronic giant gnome in our garage that scares the hell out of me every time I pull the car in. It's, <laughs> it's literally almost as tall as Vicky. Yeah, it's and it's huge. just like what the hell is this? And then we have is that king gnome. Yes, there's gnomes the all around the plants. There's a little bench that my wife bought that has it was a nice little nature scene, and now there's a gnome meditating on that damn bench. <laughs> I hide them outside for BJ. Yeah, it's like just, I wonder how long it's going to take for him to find them. Yeah, but one in his car. One morning yeah that's oh, great danny in the back seat yeah the big one the big one that would be terrifying that's just when you'll be evicted. dressed up as one just sitting there like hi bj yeah. i oh. mean yeah yeah you'll be evicted if you do that you'll be evicted. i don't know we gotta check her renter's agreement yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. her renter's agreement is get the hell out or stay that's the renter's agreement are, are gnomes going to be involved in your wedding at all i really 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 hope so okay you know but i want a get? real life one Okay, you could do that. Uh, re- there's no such thing as a real life gnome. Oh, for like a certain amount of money in Vegas, you can get anybody to be a gnome, BJ. Yeah. yeah oh, I see. True. You want someone to dress up as a gnome if you want oh. me to. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like you said, like little ring bearer gnomes. And... Yeah, little flower girl gnomes. Oh, God. Okay, hear me on this one. I don't <laughs> okay. know if this is a little bit of a. Oh, stretch. hear me on this one since it's not your wedding. Okay. Dude, this is a relatively. Who's paying in- for this, Stephen? This is relatively inexpensive, <laughs> BJ. So. You know, I, I had a it's lot of fun. relatively inexpensive because you're, you're not paying anything for it. To be it. honest, I don't know what they charge. Uh, okay. But, so like we had a magician. I thought that was like a fun little like random thing. Sure. You need to have an artist, maybe even a couple artists. That way it, it goes through the line quick. 
and they make caricatures of all the people that are at the wedding, but they do, they draw them as gnomes. There you that go. Oh, and you don't have any idea how much this costs? No clue. Thanks, Steve. It went from one artist to a couple artists. Yeah, a so couple the artists. Not too you know what? Much. Yeah, well, well, Dude, you know. I bet you could be like, yo, you just do it, and people will pay you. Yeah. Like, hey, five bucks, you can get a caricature done. Like, that way it's nothing you know, in your I own no, pocket. I had no input on your wedding at all because no. I thought, you know what? I'm not going to be that guy. Let you do what you want. Well, no, well so, my wife wasn't a member of the show. So, you know, of course you're not going to pitch ideas to her. Who would that be, though, if everybody at your wedding party had drawings of themselves as gnomes? Yeah. That would be pretty amazing. You don't even need a wedding photographer, then. And what is, what is she, who's going to take – who's going to take – does she keep these stupid pictures? Do you take them home? Well, the people that – no, the, the That's the, the wedding gift. Yeah. Or maybe they can make, like, a copy so that way you guys could have some yeah. to put up in your house. No, what you do is we take – everyone takes a picture holding their gnome picture, and then oh. it goes into your, like, wedding album. There you go. That would be amazing. Well, you know, it would she not be You get a scrapbook of him, too. It'd be even more amazing if a little person was drawing them. So can you guys do that for me? It's now we have to I find feel... a little person cartoonist? Yeah. I honestly think we yes. could find one in Vegas. Yes. We've got to get a caricature artist who's we'll a little person. We'll hit up our buddy Chet, who does a radio show in Vegas. Yep. Or, or David Mahoney. Those are good dudes. Our Mercedes. And we, we know a lot a, of people. We know we a, lot a lot of people in Vegas. We have a yeah. lot of radio friends that are in Vegas. Can you hit up someone to be the father of the bride, by the way? See if you can find out a little person that's willing to take over Chet that job. said that he'd be willing to do it. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I am right. out of yeah. this, this. I'm done. You're fired, Dad. I'm so far, I am, no, I quit a long time ago. <laughs> they put out a call out on the air looking for a little person that knows how to draw caricatures. Perfect. Yes. Well, now Steve is helping. Helping them pro- program content on their shows. You know what? You're just a genius for everybody involved. You plan weddings. You plan other people's radio shows. I had no idea you had such expertise. Thank you. Today's podcast was brought to you by Travis Gagne, bankruptcy attorney. He's here right now and has agreed to answer more of your questions about bankruptcy. Here's another listener question. How do I rebuild my credit after filing bankruptcy? Uh, you rebuild it, you know, one creditor at a time by making your payments on time to, on your on your rent or your mortgage, by continuing to make car payments on a car that you keep during your case. Um, you can also, as I said, you can almost always get a credit card almost immediately after filing bankruptcy. Sometimes it's a secured card and it'll almost always have a really high interest rate on it, but you can get a small balance credit card and you know, charge a tank of gas or, or a dinner once a month on that and make the payment, pay it off every month, and that'll help you build a credit history one creditor at a time and will help you rebuild your credit over time. Thanks, Travis. If you have more questions about bankruptcy, you can reach out to Travis anytime at choosetherightchapter.com. That's choosetherightchapter.com. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. 